Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrifice. So if you are new to One of a Kind You, welcome. I am so excited that you stopped by to check it out. And if you're a regular listener, I am so excited that you decided to join me for another episode of One of a Kind You. So welcome back. And if you are a new listener to this podcast, the way that this podcast works is that I read a journal entry of mine from about five years ago, and I reflect on what I was going through then and what I know now as a certified life coach, which would have been super helpful to me then as I struggled with where I was in life. So without further ado, I am just going to go ahead and get started. So this journal entry is from March 17th, 2016, and I write, The past week has been a roller coaster in a sense. I was fine this weekend but felt like I wasn't home much. We went to the UD Easter breakfast and the girls had a great time. I went horseback riding after the breakfast and enjoyed it. Sunday we had a girl, we had Girl Scout Sunday. It was interesting as the events have been, so no surprise. My stepmom needed help with her homework. Pete didn't feel well. As Monday came around, I started getting irritable because of PMS, too much to do, feeling run down, and all the usual things. By yesterday, I was foul. I didn't feel 100% because of my period and just felt annoyed by everything. I started getting it together by the time Pete got home because I realized at Kohl's I was out of line and overreacting. Plus, Pete took over and I got to step back for a minute. I was reading a blog on Pinterest and it was just what I needed because it reminded me not to take the girl's behavior personally. That's exactly what I had been doing. Today was better despite the fact that Pete is away on his work retreat in Mexico. Overall, the day has been fine. It was a bit hectic getting to Girl Scouts, but once we were there, that was fine too. I found a note from Pete in my Girl Scout bag. I really appreciated it. That was really sweet of him and and unexpected. It was just what I needed. To my surprise, he also sent me flowers. The note with the flowers was really thoughtful and loving. That was just an added bonus to the note in my bag. I'm just hoping the next three days go smoothly so it doesn't impact the girls or me in a negative way. So the biggest takeaway from this entry is I wish I had written what blog I was reading on Pinterest um, to see exactly what it said, but um, that's just me reflecting on, oh, I should have been more specific when I wrote this. But the big takeaway for me from this journal entry, and it's something that I still have to, I'll say, put myself in check with now, is not taking things personally, especially my daughter's behavior. Um, Because if you're a mom, I know you can relate to this. And maybe even if you're not a mom, you can relate. But um, I feel like I am selfless with my kids, and I do everything I can to accommodate them and make sure that they have the life that you know, they deserve and, you know, all the things to never experience the things that I went through. And because of that, there are times where um, I do not make myself a priority, even now, um, all these years later. And there will be times where I will um, do something and they won't say thank you. Or, you know, I've just spent time doing something special for them and they're grumpy and have an attitude. And, you know, I've taken that personally and felt like what is you know when is enough enough what is wrong what is so wrong with me that you can't be appreciative or you know something like that and it was just this 
in this moment, this realization, it was that not only now looking back at this time, um, I wasn't only, only taking my girl's behavior personally, I was taking Pete's behavior personally, um, I was taking everyone's behavior personally, people in public and family, I mean just everyone because it went back to, to me not having self-worth and feeling like I mattered and I was just, you know, this victim mentality where I just felt like everybody's doormat and I took that personally and I allowed it to impact me. And it can be hard not to take things personally, especially when you feel like you're giving your all to everyone, but you don't always get that in return as well. And so it happened just this weekend. We're moving and we have a six week transition period where we are staying with my in-laws for six weeks and they're so kind to let us stay. We have two dogs, a cat, two kids, and then us. And so, um, they live in a cute little Cape Cod style house. And so they're, they've given us the upstairs of their house and then they are staying in the bedroom on the first floor. And, um, so I'm super grateful. But with that being said, we had to get movers to come pack two pods. We had so, I didn't realize how much stuff we had because we got rid of so much stuff when we staged our house before we put it on the market. And so I just thought I was going to have a couple extra boxes in my grandmother's basement. And I have so much stuff in her basement. But I took on the majority of the brunt work because my husband has a, um, a back issue that he's working with right now. And he has a very chaotic and stressful job. So um, it's not easy for me to do the brunt work, the heavy lifting, because I'm not very muscular. Um, but I'm making it work, you know? And so like women do, we get into go mode and we make things happen. And so, um, I had, a, I have a great friend who also helped me make some truckloads of stuff. My mom and my stepdad allowed me to borrow their pickup truck. So it was, it's great, but I did maybe five days worth of stuff and Pete only did a day and a half. And at the middle of the day and a half, he was like, I've hit my wall. And he was just so miserable and so grumpy and so cranky about it. And I started to take that personally because I thought, seriously, I'm doing all the work here. I've done the majority of the work. I did all the work to get the house staged. I packed the house then. I finished packing the house in a week to get it packed up and moved out so that we can go to closing on Friday and still have time for um, everything to be taken care of before then. And like, you can't just come do this with me and be nice about it. You have to be cranky and miserable. And so I did, I took it so very personally. And then I had to remember what I can control. I cannot control Pete's reaction. Um, in that moment, I, I can't cause I, he's not a puppet. I'm not a puppeteer. And so I just had to let him have his moment. And with that being said, I did say something to him though, because I am worth someone who's going to help me and not be a jerk about it. And he recognized the error that he made and he apologized. Um, but I just realized I started to take it personally because I started telling myself the story of, oh, he doesn't love me. He's, you know, this is my fault because I'm the one who said we should move. And if I hadn't said that, then we wouldn't be going through this right now. And not only is he grumpy, but I, you know, I'm creating chaos in the dog's lives and the kid's life. The cat's so easy going. He's loving it at the in-laws right now because it's a whole new world for him to explore. Um, but so then I started saying all these negative things to myself and I had to stop it and say, no, 
Kim, that is not 100% true that this is your fault. Pete could have said, no, let's stay at the house. It would be, you know, maybe less stressful, a better idea, but he agreed to the move. So at this point, he needs to be all in with me. And so he did recognize that he wasn't being the most supportive mover partner in all of this. And I was appreciative that he could recognize that. But even if he couldn't recognize that, it's still my responsibility not to take his behavior personally. And same thing with the kids. Um, you know, like Lily got home from school today and she was foul for no reason. And I was being very kind. I had taken the time today to straighten up their room at my in-laws so they could actually find their things that they needed in terms of school uniforms and what clothes were clean and what were dirty and all of that. And, um, Lily was like, Oh, you didn't need to do that. Cause we were fine the way that it was. And I wanted to be like, you ungrateful little brat. I just spent an hour in this room today. And on top of it, she went over to the bureau and literally switched the piles of stuff. So she had her hair detangler and her brush, um, on the right hand side of the bureau. And I put them on the left. Well, she didn't like that. So she scoops up everything in her hands, puts it back in the dresser where it was. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. Did I mix them up? And she was like, I had the other side and Casey had this side. And I said, oh, okay, well, let's stack them back neatly since I took the time to organize them for you because she just laid them on the dresser haphazardly. And she just kind of shot me this look like, can you just leave me alone already? So instead of taking it personally and getting bent out of shape, I decided to kill her with kindness instead of, you know, reacting the same way. I decided to respond rather than react and say to myself, you know what, Kim, this really has nothing to do with you. This has everything to do with Lily. She's tired because she just finished her second day of school. She's overwhelmed because she has to come home, eat dinner, do homework, and in a half an hour, go back out the door to go to school, back to school for an hour and a half volleyball practice. And who knows if she had anything going on during the school day that she has yet to tell me about uh, because she just walked in the door and she was focused on washing her hands and all of these things. And so I realized, you know, now I'm able to, to walk myself through it. But back in 2015, 2016, I was not able to do that. And it just felt devastating when someone didn't treat me the way that I thought I deserved to be treated, especially because... Um, you know, I, I sacrificed, I went out of my way, I tried to do something special. And so now I just think, you know what, I can only control what I think, say, feel and do. I cannot control what someone else thinks, feels, says or does. And so instead, I just decided to give Lily some grace and I decided to have compassion for her. And um, she eventually calmed down. She never really did say thank you for organizing, but I'm sure that thank you will come later um, because she was still in, you know, go, go, go mode to get herself out the door for volleyball. And so I just realized at this moment that I was taking so much personally that really had nothing to do with me on a personal level. Typically when people are behaving that way, it's really because of something that they're dealing with. So my husband was worried that he was going to re-injure his back. He was overwhelmed because in addition to helping me with the move, he still had to be um, present and available to take care of work tasks. And he has to submit his time at the end uh, by a certain day each month and time is due. And that's very consuming, time consuming for him to do. And so now he's under the gun to get the time submitted 
um, on time because if it's not, then he is penalized a fee. So, you know, even though I did all the things and I did the majority of the brunt work, uh, he still had his own struggles and things to do and his, you know, his own brunt work, um, to manage and take care of. And so recognizing that also, um, helped me to, to let go of it and just keep moving forward without really having a huge fight with him. I mean, I did give him a little bit of like a talking to, um, and just express what I was feeling. But I, after I had the conversation with him, I was able to let it go where in the past I would have held on to that so tightly. And I would have not let the conversation go. I would have not let the situation go because I would have continued telling myself the story of how it was a attack against me on a personal level because he didn't love me or he doesn't value me or he doesn't respect me or he doesn't see me as an equal. I mean, the list could go on and on and on for why I would take things personally from Pete. Um, but then also with the girls, you know, it's hard as a mom, especially when I feel like I gave up so much to be home for them. Um, instead of saying, okay, girls, off to daycare you go so that I can do what I want for a career or hobbies or whatever the case may be. Now it's a little different because they're in school full time. Um, and I do have, you know, my life coaching practice and my girl talk program that I offer. But when they were little, I just felt like I didn't know what the future held for me. And I felt like I was never going to figure it out because I was with them 24 seven. So I didn't know, I, I just couldn't see what, what was in store for me after they went back to school. And so that made it their temper tantrums or their not listening or Lily's comment you know of like my daughter Lily can be a mean girl sometimes to me when she was little not so much now but um, there was a time where it was bring a friend to dance class and she wanted to bring my niece and Lily always gave me a hard time about putting the leotard and tights on to go to dance because she wanted to wear her princess or Disney princess nightgown um, that looks like a princess gown to dance class and that wasn't an option and so I'd fuss at her Lily get dressed Lily get dressed Lily get dressed and so my niece was over that day to go to dance class with Lily and I said okay girls you have to get dressed into your dance clothes and Lily wasn't listening and I said Lily it's time to get dressed and I raised my voice at her and she looked at my niece with such seriousness and she said come on Mac let's get away from this screaming lady and I said, I wouldn't scream if you would just listen to me. But I took that situation so very personally because I thought I went out of my way to pick up Mackenzie for you. I went out of my way to get a special costume for you to, that you could wear to dance class that you could dance in. And I'm taking you to dance class. I'm a stay at home mom so that you can have dance class and we're not shoving everything in onto a Saturday or Sunday. And you're going to call me the screaming lady. But I had to just, you know, in that moment, it, it was not personal against me. It was that Lily just didn't want to get ready. And there I was nagging her. And she didn't have any way to say, oh, my gosh, you're nagging me. Leave me alone. I'll get dressed in a couple of minutes. But I took it personally because I thought, gosh, what else do you want from me, kid? I'm doing all these things for you. The least you could do is get dressed the first time I ask of you. But she was four 
four at least. So that just wasn't in her realm of thought to even understand that that was the dynamic that was taking place. So I hope that this episode is helpful. And if it has been, please feel free to share it with a friend. And I hope that after listening to this episode, you will, um, it will be easier for you not to take the behavior of others personally. And um, also, please feel free to reach out on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I love connecting um, with new women and especially um, listeners of my podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great week and I will see you next week.